If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Bonus episode, May 2021, number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. I can't not think of Austin Powers. I can't. Number two. Who does number two work for? Anyway, it's a good joke. Anyway. Anyway, we're here. We're here um, to bring you another episode chosen by you, Tony Heads. You picked the original Suspiria. And um, let me tell you some things about it. Let's tell you some things about it. <laughs> it came out in 1977. It was directed by Dario Argento, who you may remember from uh, our episode Tenebrae. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written by Dario Argento and Daria Nicolodi, who is also in Tenebrae and who also just passed away last year. Mm. Um, starring Jessica Harper, Stefania Cassini, Joan Bennett, Ida, uh, Alida Valli, Flavio Bucci, M- Miguel Bose, and Udo Kier. And it is not available to watch on any of the normal places Whoa. not on amazon not on apple not, not available to rent not available to buy it is available on the halloween channel what <laughs> <laughs> and tubi and that's tubi! it um and so emily was just mentioning that one of her friends just got it in 4k on dvd and i was thinking to myself Thank God that you don't have to watch it on Tubi because it has commercials. What is Tubi? I don't even know what that is. It's a streaming service. I only know it because um, it it is one of the only ads that would play. Joel and I just rewatched Mad Men. Mm. um, And so we did it on like IMDb TV on Prime. So they give you commercials. And one of the only commercials that plays is for Tubi. And every time it comes on, we would go Tubi because it's a very (laughs) funny name. (laughs) <laughs> and that's all I can think of when anybody I can't I've never heard of anyone watching anything on Tubi. So here we go. Wow. Yeah, I don't recommend watching it on Tubi. If you have another way to watch it, watch it else because the quality wasn't great. And I imagine that it in a 4K transfer looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and no commercials would definitely be better. I wasn't thrilled with having to watch it on Tubi. Maybe the Halloween channel would have been better. I don't know. <laughs> How does but one even access the Halloween channel? That's like Direct TV, one I, of their like, channels. Search Halloween my, channel. Yeah, I searched on my Roku, um, and it popped up available on the Halloween channel, and I downloaded the Halloween channel, but then I ended up watching it on Tubi. I imagine the Halloween channel is just that dancing pumpkin guy, like all the time. Yeah, that's all I it imagine. is. Yeah. And I, then I think so. occasionally I think they right. play Suspiria and that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
Um, I have some trivia for us. It has uh, a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 7.4 on IMDb, which is pretty high for IMDb. Pretty high. And a 79 on Metacritic. (laughs) This made me laugh so much. I couldn't find any, any budget, but the box office, according to Box Office Mojo, it made $21,000, but according to Wikipedia, <laughs> it made $1.43 billion. <laughs> billion? Billion with a B? Billion with a B. Well, it's got to be one of the two. It has well, got to be one of the two. Range. It's somewhere, somewhere in that range. It's somewhere between $1.2 billion and $21,000. It is somewhere in that window. Probably. Oh, it really made me laugh. Quite the discrepancy there, so... <laughs> Who's to say how much who's it made? Honestly, and who's to say? Who's to say? Um, it is partially based on Thomas de Quincey's 1845 essay, Suspiria de Profundis. Um, and it is the first of the trilogy Argento refers to as the Three Mothers, which also includes Inferno, which came out in 1980, and The Mother of Tears, which came out in 2007. Quite a, quite a while later. Made by Dario Argenti still in 2007? Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Okay. He just took a little hiatus. I'm sure he was still doing stuff in the meantime. I feel like he has so many movies. Dario Argento is a real big name in horror and specifically the gi- giallo horror that uh, we've spoken about, this Italian wave of horror where it's usually very um, kind of murder mystery thriller, usually quite detective based, like it's all, like half murder mystery or like half horror and half like detective thriller um this one is less that suspiria is more i'd say straight horror um and uh, his original idea for this movie was that the it's it takes place at a dance school a ballet school and his original idea was that it would accommodate young girls no older than 12 um, but a studio uh, denied this request because a film this violent involving children would almost certainly be banned, which is like, yeah, no, no shit. Uh, <laughs> so he ra- raised the age limit of the girls to 20 years, but uh, did not rewrite the script, hence the naivete of the characters and the occasionally childlike dialogue. Oh, he okay. also put all the doorknobs at about the same height as the actress's heads, so they would have to raise their arms in order to open the doors, just like children. It is very bizarre. Has he seen a 12-year-old child? Because I feel like <laughs> most of them don't have to reach above their heads to open doors. Yeah, he's thinking I'm like of... literally the same height I was when I was 12. Yeah. That's like he's... when I stopped them. He's thinking of like six-year-olds. <laughs> It's, it's such funny. a fundamental misunderstanding to start out with. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. They'll be older, but they're going to be like 12-year-olds and that they are tiny little dolls and... <laughs> small 12-year-olds. Not just 12-year-olds, mm-hmm. but the smallest ones smallest you can find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Find me the smallest 12-year-olds <laughs> you can find. <laughs> um, why did he want to make them naive? I I don't know. I think... Because like in a lot of horror, there's a lot of things that could be like simply avoided by just kind of asking questions and being like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? And oh, so it's, like maybe... a, it's almost like a convenience thing. It's like setting the movie like in the 90s so you don't have to deal with the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. OK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. Sure. Um, 
uh, Dario Argento had his cinematographer Luciano Tavoli watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarves to model the color scheme of that film for this one. Cool. So it's a very bright color palette. It's very beautiful. Again, um, Emily was saying she she's considering watching it. I think that's a great idea. It's not too scary, in my opinion. Okay. It, it's uh, really, really, I liked it a lot. This was my first time watching it. Wow. Which um, I've been meaning to watch it for literally like 15 years. <laughs> and I'm very happy that I finally did. Mm-hmm. You just needed Tony heads to tell you to do it. Exactly. Just needed that push. Mm-hmm. What would I do without my freaking Tony heads? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the soundtrack is composed by Goblin, the same <laughs> band that did Tenebrae, <laughs> which it was the soundtrack was uh, composed by goblins. <laughs> That's really what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> A goblin score. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. And so is the score for Tenebrae. I, the music in these films is really, really great. Um, and apparently Dario Argento played it. A full blast on set to unnerve the actors and elicit a truly scared performance. <laughs> Just blasting music at them. And that, I'll, one of the other main things about this movie is that it is entirely dubbed. They did not record anything on set. And it is very bizarre. It's all, it's like what? watching. It makes it feel like the room, like, hi, doggy. Oh, hi, Johnny. You're my favorite customer. It like feels like that the whole time. (laughs) Why? Interesting. Okay. It's very bizarre. Um, And it takes place in Germany, but everyone, it takes place in Germany. The main character is American. Um, and, but everyone always says ciao to each other because Stario Argento is Italian, but nobody in the movie is Italian. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it really made me laugh. What language are they speaking in the movie? English. They do speak. So it's all dubbed in English. Yeah. Okay. And, some, okay. and most of the performances you can tell are also in English. Like it's all, almost matching up perfectly. Um, but some people aren't. There's, a, a one person who's speaking German. And it's just like completely, I mean, not obviously Here. not matching at all. Interesting. Yeah, I personally hate dubbing. So I was pretty upset to like see that this was the case. And I like at first was like, no, 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 we're watching the dubbed version. How do we not do this? And then was like, oh, this is literally the only version. But I got used to it. And then it kind of became I, I grew fond of it in a way. <laughs> mm. So. Oh, yeah. Something about the dubbing. So Jessica Harper, who plays the main character, said because sound was rarely recorded during shooting, she said it was strange to be in the middle of shooting a scene and hearing the background sound of a stagehand hammering away on set and like another part of the set. Like people could would just like do whatever the fuck they wanted, like didn't need to be quiet on set. (laughs) Like, that's that's so weird, distracting and weird for the actors. So the whole thing was dubbed, including like all the background Background noise and everything. Yeah, that's wild. Like, what a weird choice to make. Is it so he could be blasting goblins the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. That would be extremely disorienting. To be fair, I feel like everyone's performances in this are amazing. I was I loved everybody in it so much. I can't choose a favorite performance. I mean, they're also they're they're a little over the top and 
I don't know if I'm offending anyone by comparing it to room, but I really like felt like part of it was like, oh, the room, not room. Yeah, <laughs> not, not the, the movie starring Brie not Larson. The very sad one with Brie Larson. <laughs> the Tommy Wiseau film, The Room. I, I thought the you room. meant the Brie Larson movie too for like a split second when you said that. And I was like, how? Let me put those pieces together. <laughs> Have I told you guys that I met Tommy Wiseau once and auditioned for him? Have I told oh that story? Oh my God, no. Tell it right now. Hear the rest of this episode, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW podcast and join us in Tony fucking Colette's inner circle. Otherwise, we will see you here on Wednesday with your regularly scheduled programming. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.